0: your exile. Matt for the, the Cubs real. at Wrigley today but as they the reality, try to cut the Brewers' is, lead in the Matt, NL
1: Central to three games. He Kyle truly. Hendricks and Brandon Woodruff on the mat. More roster moves for the Vikings, signing running back Miles Gaskin, who was released by the Dolphins. The Vikes releasing receiver Jalen Rager. Team USA rolled to a 110-62 win over Jordan in their final game of group play in the Feeble World Cup. Anthony Edwards led the U.S. with 22 points. I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings, and world famous baby back ribs. This is Des Moines Sports Station, one hundred six point three
2: KXNO.
3: Hi, I'm Millery Condon. Welcome back, Des Moines Sports Station, one hundred six point three KXNO. We take you up until one o'clock. Powell Island, the voice of the Vikes, in five minutes or so. David Kaplan coming up this hour as well. Trent, you came up with, uh, you saw something, had something sent to you as far as quarterbacks. Which quarterback will be the first Starting NFL quarterback to be benched? Was that the way it was put?
0: Yes. So this is not injury related. This is somebody that would have to be benched. And you can bet on this in faraway places. Yes. This this would be an offshore, is where this came from. But yes, this is something that is bettable, though not legally. So uh, let me try and guess
3: the favorite. The first quarterback to To lose their starting job. To lose their starting job.
0: That is the terminology that they okay. use. Okay.
3: Um, holy mackerel. Jeez. <laughs> right. um, I think it's Russell Wilson, personally, no. but I'm not going to go there. That's not going to be my guess. Tannehill loses to Willis? Tannehill
0: is up there. He is the third betting choice. He is six to one to lose his job. Okay, first. so there are
3: two more shorter prices than Ryan Tannehill. Let me keep guessing here.
0: And the second one, my jaw absolutely dropped. Really? Yes. The first so one, what okay. I saw it, though, I yeah. said, "Oh yeah, of course that that definitely makes sense." All and, right, can I throw out Jimmy Garoppolo? He's up there. He's towards the top. Garoppolo, well, fourteen to one. I guess he's what one two three. He's like the ninth choice. Okay. That's not a bad price on Garoppolo losing it, is it? No. Uh, what's What's Russell Wilson just because I'm, I'm serious when I say this? I believe Jared
3: Stidham will start games before the season's halfway over 50 to 1. 50 to 1. If okay. you have,
0: still had some money on one of these offshores?
3: <laughs> yeah. I never had an offshore
0: account. Never. They're illegal.
3: Look um, at you.
0: Well, you per- <laughs> it's not like you don't do other well, illegal activities. I worked for a gambling company. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. They're a little bit different than. Yeah, right. Yes. Okay. I got you. I got um, you. Yeah,
3: that's probably not a good look. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. That was a a Uh no-no.
0: How about Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy is listed as the... He's down a ways. He's 25-1. All right. Go to the Uh, NFC South. NFC South. Oh. Uh, um, Oh. Uh, Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield is the betting favorite. And... The significant favorite. He's 2-1. to one. And, and who's there? The kid from Florida? Yeah, Kyle Trask. Trask, right. Yep, yep. Um, okay. And who's the second choice? Is it in that same conference? Same conference, yes.
3: Same conference, but not that division. Right. That's not the Cardinals, because they don't know who their is going to be.
0: Right.
3: <laughs> All right, who is it? It is Sam Howell.
0: Really? No, he's good. He's he's not going anywhere. He's young. Yes, he's going to be the guy. Now, they do have expectations. Their schedule is... One thing, after we both picked him to make the playoffs, I looked at their schedule again. Their schedule's tough. Is it? It is. Yeah. I think I might be relenting on that. In fact, I was getting ready to make a wager on the yes for them to make the playoffs. And I, let's take one final peek. Mm-hmm. That schedule did scare me away a little All bit. All right. Who is the backup in Washington?
3: Uh the, uh, the kid that's been everywhere. He was in Indianapolis. Brissette.
0: All right. Who's... Okay, yeah. yeah, he's okay. Nice backup, right? Have. Nice backup. Few other names out there now. C.J. Stroud was listed as the four choice. Him no. and Mac Jones both at well, seven to one.
3: See, I could uh, Mac. The, the, didn't Belichick cut both his backup
0: quarterbacks? Yeah. Mac I've Jones, been. the only quarterback on the roster, pretty much. Holy mackerel! That one surprised me. Derek Carr at forty to one. Hmm. No.
3: Well, look, Winston should it, be starting. It, in, it could start in this league. I think.
0: Yes, Jameis is still there, right? Yes. Okay. That one they get off to a slow start they're the favorite Trent, that's in the division. a good one 40 to one that's 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 a good one if I had to make a stab on this one that would be the place that I'm mm-hmm. looking my favorite part though right at the bottom Patrick Mahomes a thousand to one
3: <laughs> Jesus
0: <laughs> what would it take oh, come on
3: <laughs> there's nothing right no it's like we started the show talking about the twins and the and the cubs having to Wrigley Field the Northwestern game they have to move it because of what cubs are in the world series um no Pat, there's nothing that would uh, Patrick Mahomes could do to lose his job he could, short his, of injury
0: his brother could compl- still continue and, to be an idiot and he's and, going to be in all likelihood right he's got that gene could he get caught up in it no. could there be something weird that hap- that's the only plausible scenario because say. of play that's not no. going to happen no Patrick Mahomes a thousand to one. Uh, also, way down on the list, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, all five hundred to one. Joe Burrow's got to be five hundred to one, isn't he? What about Aaron Rodgers? And we did both, you watch Hard Knocks last night, by the way? God, it's good, and him, MF, and his teammates. Oh, god, it's good. But that did you good. see the spark
3: that he lit? Because they came mm-hmm. back on the field, and big bang, boom, right down the field, and it was Lazard who caught the pass. That was the only. That was the only Allen Lazard sighting in Hard Knocks yesterday. That's true. Yeah, he's just not a part of it. I'm surprised because him and Rogers hung out a lot during the off season.
0: Absolutely.
3: Well, they... Madison Square Garden. I mean, every time Rogers was uh-huh. out in public, seemed like Lazard was
0: shadowed. Well, he him. didn't have many friends there yet. He was still That's making right. friends. <laughs> well, the guy that you know. Did do you, do you, do you kill the show after the—I don't know how you top this. Oh, I get what you're saying. No, because it brought in viewers, and mm-hmm. there's going to be more people that will be looking for it. But you have to have the right team. You can't mm. just throw out and trot out boring teams as they've done in the past. Right. You have to have a storyline. Yeah. And it's going to be incredibly rare. Dan Campbell saved it last year, the Lions. Yes. And it's going to be incredibly rare that we have a storyline oh, sure. like this. Sure. Just, a Hall of Fame quarterback good. lands in right. HBO's in New lap in New York. In New York. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. With a team that is loaded with talent, mm-hmm. loaded with personalities, mm-hmm. a coach that is good for a soundbite. We'll yep. see what kind of coach he is, but good, you have all these things. Yep. It is a perfect, just everything coming together. Is that going to continue? Are going to get that next year? No, it probably be, here's the Washington Commanders. Mm. Mm, okay, I'll watch it, and then, as it has been in the past, by week three I'll be done. Yeah. Not with this one.
3: I'm excited for the final week. I am, too. I am, too. Uh, although the rapper... Got cut. Did yeah, he did. Then? Nap. Cap. Yeah. Cap or what is it? Cap, isn't it? is not it? is it nap? It's cap. Cap.
0: I think it's cap. Joe Cap. Thirty-one. That guy. Yeah, he. You got, got thirty-one th- as a wide receiver. You know the chances of making yeah, it are pretty slim.
3: Yeah, is that, that's too bad. And, and the uh, the other guy I was rooting for was the defensive lineman. What's his name? Smart. Yeah. He he gets cut as well. Uh, in in the end, well, you can find the cuts. They're all over. Uh, the web, anyways. Uh, Hard knocks was good again last night. All right, Paul Allen coming up momentarily. We will talk to the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, coming off a a uh, an unbelievable year last year. Thirteen and four last year. It uh, went their way. They won all those close football games. The margin for error was on the Viking side. Um, on we go to the 2023 season, and I'll open up at home against Tampa Bay. He is the voice of the Minnesota Vikings. Paul Allen set to join us in three, two, one. I think we'll get to him, anyways. And then next weekend, they have a short week as they come right back on Thursday night. That is the lid lifter on uh, Amazon Prime Video. It's the. Vikings and the Eagles. That game was week two last year, I want to say. Wasn't it? I think it was. Hello, Paul Allen. Trent and Ken, thank you for doing this for us. How are you? Yo,
1: what's going on there? Iowa, things good?
3: Yeah, absolutely things good. Uh, anxious to pick. Didn't Philly and the Vikings play in week two last year as well?
1: Yeah, it was a um, it was a Monday night game last year. Right. Uh, we got our a- aorta smashed. Right. Uh, it was quite humbling uh, because... Uh, Green Bay came to town, and, uh, and we whooped on Green Bay at uh, members of their secondary doing pirouettes uh, trying to cover J.J., so that was quite encouraging. But uh, thus is the, um, the rough-and-tumble nature of the National Football League. Uh, one week you are the peacock and the next week you're the feather. Buster.
3: Indeed, you are. So let's talk about, uh, a lot of things. I want to start with Jordan Addison, number one overall pick, teamed with Justin Jefferson. I know it had to be tough. Uh, Adam Thielen, now, uh, uh, Carolina Panther. That's where that's the part of the business. We get that, but Addison comes in. What kind of role will he have, PA in his rookie season?
1: Ah, uh, it's a good question. Uh, now he—it's um, not that you know he missed a lot of time in yep. training camp or the preseason, uh, but but he did miss a little bit of time. Um, I, I don't, you know, I'm in no way going to say that set him back so that, you know, like Brandon Powell passed him uh, in the pecking order, uh, but um, but it's JJ, it's TJ Hawkinson, and um, and it's KJ Osborne. Those those three are, are the ones on whom they'll count most early. Uh, because the acclimation of just believe it or not, no matter how gifted you are, uh, Stephon Diggs back in, I think, 2015, right around there, you know, he, he basically didn't play the first two, two and a half games, needed a, uh, Jarius Wright injury for him to get on the field. Then we went to Denver and, and he had, he had Chris Harris, Bradley Roby, and, uh, and Akeem to leave, just, just doing circles. I mean, he just sent, we lost the game, but he killed him. Uh, Jefferson in 2020. He played sparingly his first two games, took off his third game. So that, that generally is the case for wide receivers not named Anquan Bolden, uh, who jumped into it with like 200 yards their first game. Uh, he, he's going to be a slot guy. Uh, he's going to play all over the place. He's a yards-after-catch guy. I uh, wouldn't get too wrapped up on his yardage or his amount of touchdowns this year. I think the key for Jordan Addison, the USA rookie, is yards per catch. Uh, that needs to be double digits or higher.
0: Pa, it feels like it in the past had been a yearly conversation. The Vikings' offensive line and what they're doing, and guys shifting around and trying to find that right combo. Is this as confident of an offensive line as you've had in quite a while? There, it feels like, at least on the surface, this is this is at minimum what a top ten offensive line in the NFL. Uh,
1: you know, I can't. Trent, I can't, I, I can't rank it like that. Um, simply because, a, I don't know enough about other teams' offensive lines. Mm-hmm. I know enough to call games, but you know, like left to right for, let's say the Washington Commanders. I mean, it, it, it's like, okay, Sheriff no longer plays for them. I know that. Um, so, so with that said, um, there are a couple things here. One, the Christian Darisaw Brian O'Neill tackles tandem. Well, I do know enough about the tackles around the NFL to know Dariusaw and O'Neal. It, it, it's top five, top four tackle tandem in the NFL. So now you get to the rest of the line, and with Ezra Cleveland, Garrett Bradbury, and Ed Ingram, you know there there were some problems very late in the season that that the team had protecting the quarterback, um, and and whether it's via the Netflix docuseries series or just people following the team and watching the game. Um, it's granted there were problems and you had people getting beat and pushed around, but you know, I mean, it's Dexter Lawrence and Quentin Williams and DeForest Buckner and Mm -hmm. Kenny Clark and some of these monsters they faced week after week, after week, after week, they just got beaten down. So they'll be better. I don't know if it's top 10 overall, but, uh, Ed Ingram, you know, he Ed played every single snap last year and also did not miss a practice. All right. So the LSU rookie, had some problems and everybody saw it. I, I just I just can't tell you how rare it is for a rookie offensive lineman to play every snap and make every practice. So Ed's a, Ed's a big time tough guy, and and he really has jumped up this off season. And he he had some moments with the great Je- Jeffrey Simmons from Tennessee during our joint practices where Ed matured as a player and he got pissed off and he picked up Jeffrey a couple of times and mm. basically wanted to body slam him. So so Ingram I'm not going to say he's jumped out of his skin but the right guard's a lot better.
3: Mm. Simmons is a hell of a player so when he's doing that that yes. gets your attention. Hey you mentioned Correct. the the Netflix docu-series Paul I want to ask you because Kirk Cousins is kind of kind of a lightning rod do you think even in uh, in the Vikings fan base Uh, and this has nothing to do with their 2023 season, but did people's opinion of Kirk Cousins change? Did you field a bunch of phone calls or a bunch of talking points on on Kirk Cousins? Because I think a lot of people have to see him differently now, the devotion to his craft that we don't see. Uh, Is there a different opinion of the Vikings quarterback?
1: Excellent question, and the answer uh, absolutely is yes. Locally, a fair amount. Nationally, a tonne. And, and you know, not only the scholarly approach to the game plan, uh, the upstanding Christian citizen that he truly is, but they also saw a man getting bludgeoned and bouncing back and throwing dimes. You know, and, and that's what we've seen with Kirk. 2018 with Kirk wasn't great. 19 got better. 20 statistically was strong. 21 got better. Last year, for my taste, even though he threw more interceptions than he had before, last year was the best, newest, best season he's ever had in his career. He was just cold blooded uh, and very in tune with what the head coach wants. So it's it's but but the thing is, and, and you guys know it, man, because it's it's doggy dog stuff when it comes to people betting games, fantasy football, or people just love their team and it's their number one distraction. If if you know Kirke rolling around and he's taking sacks and maybe he throws a bad pick uh it's people will flip on cousins in a second no no matter you know no matter if it's the family man kirk saying the majority of my tuesdays i'm not going to the facility i'm going to make that husband wife time you know which which uh, i thought was super cool but you know people remember things like that and if you do something poorly then they'll hammer you Mm -hmm. so it's uh the answer is yes the thing that um The thing that really impressed me most about that with the way they depicted Kirk is that's exactly who he is Mm. and and you know Kirk overthinks things at times and and Kirk's very analytical he's very kind Uh, he's very smart he can also be very awkward you know that's everything you saw with Kirk is exactly who he is
0: talking with Paul Allen the voice of the Minnesota Vikings PA defensively we know Hunter we know Harry the hitman Smith who else do we need to know? Because this defense, it's definitely a different look. Who's the guys that have a chance to be make a big jump defensively this year on that Viking squad?
1: And and I'll just end it at that. Uh, the, the defensive coordinator was the most significant offseason signing they had. Mm. I heard a lot of wonderful things about him. I'm old school a little bit, or see it stacked up against, um, against something quality. I have and and the quality would be Jefferson, Hawkinson, Cousins, O'Connell, or whatever. Uh, I ain't putting this thing on the eighty-five Bears, uh, and, but I am telling you they have deception and unpredictability on their side until teams have film on it. It comes from all angles, and and Brian has had a a history of taking good players and making them very good. Well, let's say middling players and making them good. Good players making them very good. Very good players making them elite. Um, and he wants to become a head coach, and he's not shy about it. So, you know, doing, doing extremely well with what was uh, a, a bad defense last year is only going to help him. Uh, so Brian Flores has changed so many things here with players and, and names that a lot of people uh, with which they're not familiar. They will be soon.
3: Yeah and I got a feeling Daniil Hunter's in for a big year PA one year contract. I mean I hopefully uh, it works out well and they can they can you know get his name on a on a multi-year deal should they desire. But don't you think well, Hunter set himself up for a pretty good year?
1: Yeah, I mean Daniel second half of his career and the thing with Daniel is is the hunter trick everybody has seen. That they, they've seen the left defensive end hand in the grass. They've seen Inside three-technique playoff game against New Orleans, and now they've seen Daniil standing up, covering passes, and getting 10-and-a-half sacks. Okay, so a lot, but what have they not Murphy, Murphy, the, the Arizona corner, who is a lot better mm-hmm. than I thought. I guess I didn't pay much attention to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, M- Murphy blitzing off the edge, that's going to be a thing. Just remember that.
3: Interesting. Uh Division overall, PA, uh, you guys ruled the roost last year. You're the kings of the north. There's a new green, a quarterback in Green Bay. A lot of love for those Detroit Lions and the Bears. Justin Fields trying to take another step forward. What's it going to take to repeat in the north?
1: Well, I mean, too, too many people are going out of their way trying to defame the Lions. Um, you know, and I, and I heard a lot of it after Hard Knocks last year because people just want to take the other side. And, you know, it's, it's so many people loved Hard Knocks. I'm going to take the other side. I ain't that guy. I loved Hard Knocks more and I already kind of like the Lions. Uh, the, the Lions quite honestly should have beaten those four consecutive games. We got lucky in one and we, we went to grinding to get another. Um, so the Lions are favored to win the division. I'm not offended by that. Uh, the, the Detroit Lions can go to the NFC title game. Okay, so if they stay healthy, they have the best offensive line in the division. Their quarterback's underrated. Amon Ross St. Brown's about ready to take off. The Gibbs kid from Alabama is no joke. Aiden Hutchinson might be defensive player of the year. They still got work to do, but, I mean, just stop trying – to look at the lions like your grandmother's lions. I mean, that's just not the case anymore. So that's the target at which to shoot. I don't. I'm not necessarily sure about Jordan Love as much as some people tell me I should be. Um, you know, I've watched his preseason games, and you know, the without Aaron Rodgers, that's very compelling because Matt gets an opportunity finally to do exactly what he was hired to do, and he doesn't have to worry about somebody, you know, go uh, just completely changing plays at, at all times of the game. Love ain't going to do that. And I have big belief in Matt LaFleur. I like him a lot, actually. Uh, then you get to Trent's team, and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, if the quarterback finds a swivel, well, then their offense can be a problem. But the thing is, he just doesn't have a swivel. He looks at one guy. He's a one-read guy, man. I mean, maybe it's improved a little bit. Uh, he can run like the wind, but who really wants their quarterback running that much? Uh, if, if Fields with Moore and Mooney, if Justin Fields has found his swivel and he's looking off safeties, well, they're going—they could score thirty a game. I mean, because the, he can be that good. Hmm. Pa, thanks for
3: giving us a quick preview of the uh, 2023 teams. We will impose on you periodically throughout the season. Appreciate yep. the relationship. Thank you, Paul. Call
1: uh, whenever uh, call whenever y'all want. And uh, God bless you, and we'll talk soon.
3: Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Paul Allen, voice of the Minnesota Vikings, we check in on the 23 squad high on the Lions.
1: Yes.
0: That is, is right. I had the Vikings over the Lions. We went up to that game a year ago, got tickets up there, and I had them in Circus Survivor. And I barely barely survived that week. <laughs> so you were there with the Survivor mm. on the line. Interesting. Yeah. A little bit more of a sweat for you. So you're going... Commanders Week One. Uh, I've got them right here. You, well, you... I, no, I don't. These are mine. I'm going to oh, put these okay. up for debate.
3: Out of your group. Uh, out of our group. Um, I've got Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, who does Baltimore? Let me get the sketch. They're against Houston. All right. Baltimore over Houston. Vikings over Tampa. Yep. Washington over Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I've got the Falcons.
0: What? Yes. Desmond Ritter. I know. You're going to put a thousand dollars on Desmond Ritter. Well, I probably got out. This was my fourth pick, but they're playing uh, Carolina. At home. Kind of a mess, the Carolina. That's divisional, divisional, game. divisional
3: game. That's a no-no. Anyways, we will uh, talk to David Kaplan next to Chicago. We shall go. Thank you, Paul Allen. Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports
0: Station, 106.9. You may know the Ex- Ex- Company for Iowa's number one lager, Ruthie. Exile Brewing Company also brings you Swarm Golden Ale, where 20% of the revenue is donated to the Iowa Swarm Collective. Helping Iowa student-athletes and the Swarm Collective compete in today's college environment. Plus, Exile has an incredible experience at their brew pub, the go-to game watch site for Iowa games all season long. Exile Brewing Company, enjoy. Ever sounded so good. The biggest pro football contests in Vegas are back and
1: bigger than ever with $14 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. Enter in Nevada, play from anywhere. Two ways to win and no rake. Play Circa Million where you make five picks against the spread each week with a 100% payback. Or join Circus Survivor, where you select one team each week straight up. Last the longest to win it all. $14 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit circusports.com
0: for details. This.com. Last summer, my house was hit with hail. Between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance, it can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful, because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp, everything was cleaned up, and now we have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515-225-8866. Or you can go online at Wolf Roofing. Heather sent you in.
3: Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Game three of the brewers Cup series now, what, 45 minutes thereabouts away from first pitch? I'm still loving last night's game. Boy, that was fun. David Kaplan, uh, Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors our weekly conversations with Cap. Cap, uh, good to talk to you as always. We appreciate it. Boy, 1 nothing games. There's a place for them in my world. I enjoyed every single uh, pitch of that game last night. Well pitched baseball game, well paid baseball game with Jan Gomes making the throw out that uh, the uh, gun down Yellich at second, Hap up against the Ivy in left field. Boy, it was a fun game, Cap.
2: Oh, it was a phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And that throw to Nail Yelich, I think that's only the third time he's been caught. It all is. season. Yep. So I absolutely loved it. And A friend of mine calls me, like in the seventh inning. What a boring game. I said, what? Excuse me? You're an idiot. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean I'm an idiot? I said, you give up the sport of baseball then. If you don't think this is entertaining, you have no clue.
0: Couldn't agree with you more. Absolutely baffling. And, you know, what I loved is it had that anticipation, that playoff-type environment. Crowd was into it. Now, it should come as no surprise. Cubs fans, they've been waiting for a while to kind of get back to this level. Cap, I've asked you this before, but... People, even if you came in with some kind of expectations, I certainly think they've surpassed it. This team not only has a chance to get in the playoffs, I think they have a chance to win a series or maybe even two. They're at that level. What is the city like now with the Cubs being relevant once again?
2: Well, the city's really fired up about it, but I disagree with you that they can win two series as currently constructives. I don't think they have enough starting pitching. Yeah, As of today, now, Could that change? Mike Clevenger, again, he's got his share of issues and all that, but he was cleared by MLB of any wrongdoing. And you look at how he's throwing the ball as of late. What do you have, 10 strikeouts the other day? This dude can throw. So if I'm the Cubs, you can keep Lucas Giolito, who's been awful in an Angels uniform. Mm -hmm. They waved him yesterday. I'm picking up if I can pull it off. Reynaldo Lopez for the seventh, eighth roll of my pen, and I'm picking up Mike Clevenger. I'll take both those dudes on my team right
3: now. Yeah, because right, because really, cap. Right now, it's Steele was really good last night, but again, he's already gone over his uh, career high for innings pitched. Uh, Hendricks oh, by a mile. mile he still got another month left of the season. Hendricks has hit and miss. When uh, tie on hit and miss, it's the two guys you didn't count on, right? It's Assad, and then what Wicks did the other night. You just hope that he's got more of those type of games left in him. I couldn't agree with you more. They need starting pitching cap to get over that. That final hurdle.
2: Yeah, and if I said to you, Mike Clevenger, you've got him for two months, you have no commitment next year, why would you not want that guy pitching for you? Again, I don't think he's the greatest guy in the room. I'm not asking him to raise my kids or go to dinner with me on a nightly basis. Just be ready every fifth freaking day to pitch, period.
0: With that, this Cubs team continues on. the schedule. <sighs> difficult... How important is that when you look at a team the rest of the way, final month of the season? Do you get deep into the weeds of schedule strength and what it looks like?
2: I don't, because if you go out and take care of business and do your job, your guys pitch like they're capable of 90% of the time, and your hitters do what they're capable of as much as possible, you're going to be just fine. So I really don't now. Would I rather have six left with the Braves or six left with the Rockies? Obviously, I'd rather play the Rockies. Yeah, but yeah, I I don't whether I play the Diamondbacks or I play the Reds. They're about the same. Just do
3: you there, Cap? I'm here. Okay, we just we we uh, your final uh, sentence broke up on us when you were talking oh, about I, that.
2: What I said was I'd rather play the Rockies than the Braves, but if I'm playing. Cincinnati or I'm playing Arizona, that's about the same level of team. Is Strowman finished for the year cap, do you think? Boy, it doesn't sound like he's even close to throwing at all a ball. Does not sound that way. And so if he's not even close to throwing, I mean, how long is it going to take him to ramp up? It's not like you go out every day and throw. You know, you throw, you take three or four days, you throw another hard set. I mean, it's gonna take what, two, two and a half weeks minimum to get him ramped back up? And is he even healthy? So I'm not counting on him at all.
0: What's the playoff rotation look like <laughs> minus Stroman,
2: then? Uh, without picking anybody up?
3: Yes. Yep.
2: All right, it's currently constituted right now. I would think Steele starts the opener. Kyle uh, Hendricks gets the second start. And then, what? Where are you going with your third? Probably Assad.
3: Yeah, that's what I would do.
2: And and then Jordan Wicks or Tyone. I would think you would go with Tyone simply because he's a veteran. But let's see how he pitches over the last month because he has not been good.
3: Yeah, Wicks the lefty, though, and maybe that uh, uh, tips the scales a little bit. Hey, did you think Jan Gomes had this kind of season in him?
2: Uh, Defensively, I did. Okay, Offensively, no. I'm surprised, offensively, he's been as impactful in moments as he has. But I remember the day they signed Jan Gomes to a two-year deal with an option, I texted Wilson Contreras. Hey, Wilson, the Cubs just signed Jan Gomes, and I got back. I'll be traded with an airplane emoji. And then he tweeted the airplane emoji, if you remember. Put it on Instagram Uh, and Twitter. Yeah. And he met, that meant, I'm gone. I'm yeah. packing my bags and leaving on a jet airplane. And he did. He ended up at St. Louis. So they like Jan Gomes in the room. He's one of the leaders of that team. Like Jan Gomes is managerial material one day. He's that type of dude. Did I think he could hit what he's hit? No, I did not. And it's really cool to see.
0: Eight days away from the NFL season, opening up with Kansas City and Detroit. Of course, Sunday It'll be the renewed rivalry with the Packers and the Bears, and Justin Fields' backup, not PJ Walker, not the Peterman, no, an undrafted rookie. Don't see this very often from Phyllis Shepherd.
3: In. Have you ever heard of Shepherd College? Uh, no, no,
2: in West Virginia.
3: Is that where it is? Okay,
2: yep, in West Virginia.
3: He's their guy.
2: Yeah, it, um, uh, okay. He's their guy, but they have not said that he's their guy. They said he's on their roster. Gotcha. Yesterday when Iberflus was asked, is he the backup? He's made the 53. Mm -hmm. Now they have not done anything yet to pick up somebody to supplant him as the two, but I still got to think they're calling on Colt McCoy. Mm -hmm. There's a handful of guys that are out there. They did not put in a waiver claim on Bailey Zappi from New England. He just cleared waivers, so he's staying in New England on their practice squad. But there's got to be a a couple of guys out there. I thought Case Keenum might make sense, but this morning the Texans said they're keeping him as their three. Why he wants to be the three mm. on a lousy Texans team, I don't know. But that can change in a moment's notice, too.
3: Uh, speaking of change at a moment's notice, what did the preseason do to either uh, throw cold water on expectations or elevate them uh, amongst the uh, amongst the callers? To ESPN One Thousand. Where are where are the fan base on this Bears team? If they feel better about it. That they want to see more from Fields. Uh, where's the where's the fan base on the Bears?
2: So oh, here's my issue with the fan base. And again, I love being a Bears fan, but. The fan base only wants you to report good news. They don't want to hear, Justin had a bad day of practice. Ah, it's practice. Justin had a bad preseason. Ah, it's just preseason. You guys are just negative. You're the media. You're just looking for something negative. No, we ask people in the building. There are concerns that he had a bad preseason, that he had mm-hmm. a bad training camp. He's a great athlete. He's yep. a wonderful guy. He's an awesome leader. But, oh, man, he threw two back shoulder throws the other day that have to be to the back shoulder of the receiver, and if he can't catch them, they go out of bounds. He throws them on the inside, and those balls against starting level corners in the NFL regular season, those are picked, and they are gone the other way for a lot of yards, if not a touchdown. So there was a lot of concern. Uh, Go pull up. Great follow for anyone out there on social media on X or Twitter used to be called, right? J.T.O. Sullivan, the old quarterback. J.T.O. Sullivan does video breakdowns of quarterbacks in the NFL on an almost daily basis. He broke down Justin the other day, and he likes Justin. He said, what are you doing here? What, this is never going to be more open than that. How do you not make that throw? And he tucked it and took off running, which is what the Bears have said is his biggest problem. He doesn't trust the pocket doesn't trust his read and then he takes off running way too often and JT O'Sullivan was concerned about it so there are concerns he's got to get rid of those concerns from day one
3: Mm. we just had Paul Allen the voice of the Vikings he kind of said similar thing he does he doesn't get past his first read yeah uh, before tucking in a run. He's, he, PA says he's got to learn to swivel. Uh, when the first option's there, find the second, and if necessary, find the third uh, before you take off and run. Uh, so he's not the only one that... Uh, hey, um, uh, Dan, Dan Hampton... Um, no, uh, uh, that's not right. Who's going through the ALS? C. McMichael, the ALS. C. McMichael. Uh, the the picture cap of him yesterday. What an we well, you know it's an awful disease. But I'm kind of glad this is getting posted on social media because it really makes you just it drives home the point of just how hideous uh, and how life changing um, this ALS is. My God, that's an awful picture of him.
1: Oh
2: my Sad. God! Him with Kevin Warren, yes. and George McCaskey. Yes, is just the most gut-wrenching thing I've ever seen. It's horrific. I mean, he was a teammate of mine at ESPN 1000, and, I mean, it wasn't too many years ago. We're doing the football fest at 115 Bourbon Street in the south, far south side of the city, and he and I are hanging out laughing, and he looked great. And he'd lost some weight, and he was in really pretty good shape and in great spirits. And to see him now, Oof. oh, my God. Oh my God!
3: Yeah, indeed. Cap, have a wonderful week. Appreciate what you do for us, Cap. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Thank you, David. Cap, I
2: look forward to it. By the way, have you ever been to Lake Tahoe? Yes. What, are you going? Going for the first time next Thursday. My son's bachelor party, and I got invited. Uh,
3: bring, bring a fresh set of money. It's it's not <laughs> cheap up there. It's beautiful though, Cap. It truly is. It's very. It's uh, picturesque. You'll love it.
2: Looking forward to hitting a couple parlays in the <laughs>
3: casino. <laughs> it's very much available. Have a good day. <laughs> See you, buddy. David Kaplan, Centurion Stone of Iowa. If you have a project, uh, stone veneer, any kind of that product, uh, it's uh, an inside project, an outside project, uh, Centurion Stone of Iowa. Check them out online, centurionstoneofiowa.com, or visit the showroom. We'll take a time out. Trends plays of the day. Coming up next, Miller and Condon. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3.
1: com. Trent's Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him.
3: Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Final couple of minutes here on a Wednesday. Not the best slate of games tonight. But if you're looking for something tonight, do you wear what today is? Today is Wednesday August 30. Do you know what's happening at uh, 8:45 and I'm not into this. My wife came to me the other day and said, "Hey, there's a blue moon on us on Wednesday night." Okay, so. <laughs> and then it dawned on me afterwards. You've heard the expression. Once in a blue moon. Once in a blue moon. Okay? And I didn't put two and two together. You're in. Yes. You're
0: going you gotta check it out.
3: I'm gonna sit outside out, and out see of deck? all right. I don't know if I've ever seen a blue moon, but um that's where the expression comes from, I and guess. A little right? puff
0: beforehand, maybe oh, it'll yeah. be a better
3: experience. Well it's it's post eight thirty, so oh, there's yes. I mean yeah. there's a hundred percent chance that will have taken
0: place. Gotta take my medicine. There is no eight forty five, no uh, eight fifty. Nope, nope. Right no. Are are you counting down the minutes? I mean no. are you just looking at the clock? Yes.
3: Yes. Um, Crack one and anyways. And away we go. And watch a blue moon tonight because the baseball schedule is, it's day. There's a bunch of games during the day today.
0: You're going to get into some of the documentaries that we've talked about? You know, the one on the high school football team? Yes, I've got that recording. That's what I'll watch tonight. That's a great call. Yes, that's kind of what I was thinking of. That's a great call. I'm also behind on Showtime, the Lakers series on HBO. See, I I, I got it kicked out. I really enjoy it. Yeah. But I think I'm a couple episodes behind, so okay. I got some options. But and you don't do billions, do you? No, no. No, I'm out on that. Nope. Got some day baseball. All right, what are you to bet? Give me the Padres again. I hate myself. Why am I betting this really? stupid team? Minus 105. Give me the Brewers. Bounce back. Minus 1-5 also with Woodruff on the mound. Boy, he's been good Mm -hmm. since he's been back against Hendricks. I'm going to take another shot on the Nationals. Better than 2-1 to today against your Blue Jays. It'll be Bassett opposite Corbin in that one. Another big price, Hunter Green and the Reds, plus 150. And we have the Red Sox, plus 123. Uh, That's this afternoon, so a lot of day baseball. i got to get back. I'm off to a slow start this week, so how are you going to do it? We'll just bet a punch, right? The more you bet, the more you win. And the Rangers tonight minus one fifty against the Mets with Dunning against Reyes. So that is the slate for this afternoon, mostly, and one in the evening. Catch up on a few things. It's Wednesday. A little prep work for high school football. Yeah, you got Valley Do- Valley Yeah, Valley Dolling will be our game on ninety six nine. The Bull coming up on Friday night. We'll see if we can eclipse what we had last week with another rivalry game with AKA. Yeah, good against luck. <laughs>
3: Boy, that was unbelievable. What a, what a finish. Uh, week two already
0: in high school football. And it flies Jeez. by every single year. But looking forward to getting out there again and... Then it's Iowa City, and it is Utah State, and will he, won't he with Cade McNamara? Uh, we shall see. Good stuff. All right, Murph and Andy coming
3: up again. Uh, the KXNO uh, Fantasy Camp has their event tonight. Game Day, is that what it's called, Trent? Game yeah, Game Day him Merleham Merle Yep. Uh, they'll be there from 6 until 9 on the air from 7 until 9 tonight. If you like to play fantasy, just want some opinions, want to share yours, they'd love to do that. Tyler Allen and company. That's going to do it for us. Murph and Andy are coming up in five minutes. The drive with Heather and Sean from three until six. And of course, every day starts with the morning rush from six until eight. We're Miller and Condon. You can hear Trent and I weekdays from 11 to one on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO.